I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Get a Podcast. I'm your host Zeke, and in this episode, I have my friend Matt, returning from the first episode to talk about sports. This is episode 8.1, a real life sports movie. You can listen to the rest of the episode in episode 8.2, Life Experiences and Sports. I will leave a content warning for any strong language used in the episode, and hope you have a nice day and enjoy the show. Can you give myself a little introduction? I can we just reintroduce yourself. Uh, I don't remember what I said the first time, but uh, like, so yeah, like I said, we're all from Baruch, really. We're all good friends. Uh, for me personally, um, yeah, I'm very active. I mean, previously, what I said, I'm very active, especially sports wise. Mm-hmm. Huge sports fan. And not only only in running, but in soccer, football, baseball, like in all sports, really. So I'm a huge fan of that. Um, involved and really involved with a lot of school activities, school life, club mm-hmm. life, especially because I feel like if you want to get the most out of college, you really want to, you know, get involved really early yeah. and have, you know, you know, have a good time here because you don't want to come here. This is mm-hmm. why I usually said I used to be a rotation leader here as well. Yeah. Um, the um, Team Brook orientation leaders. So I always tell these incoming freshmen that you don't just don't want to come here and study. And just leave, but you also want to, you know, have a good time, make some memories, um, being involved, and you know, have look back and be like, hey, I had a good time here at Brooke, so. Cool. So I remember in the first episode, we talked about how you and your mother ran the New York City Marathon. Yeah. We didn't even get to touch on that, so I want to touch on it a little yeah, we bit got more. Distracted. We got a lot yeah. of distractions <laughs> that first. That first episode, I'm like, I'm like, thinking, should I release it or not? We got a lot of, uh, but, um, yeah, yeah, no, um, so one of the things I'm being proud of mm-hmm. doing was, um, besides coming to college, I would say, is um, running the New York City Marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, for me, sports-wise, I grew up with soccer, and soccer, you know, especially being Colombian, a huge uh, soccer, you know, football, as in other countries, usually that's the correct term, mm-hmm. um, is that, um, you know, comes are really big in, in soccer, especially they have a lot of pride in their national soccer team, so always grow around, you know, soccer, the soccer culture, and then later on watching a lot of top European teams. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and then, but like I said, I'm very more of a, like I said, very involved in all different types of sports. Mm-hmm. And when I got to high school, I first played tennis because I was going to play football because <laughs> uh, my parents were killing me. American football? I mean, I was pretty good. I mean, I would have been a wide receiver or safety mm-hmm. or um, cornerback, um, but a uh, corner. But uh, like I said, <laughs> very dangerous. And if you see me right now, I'm kind of skinny. <laughs> uh, I could easily get Maybe broken. brutal. Yeah, brutal. I could be snapped or something. But I mean, like I said, it's a rough sport, you know. Shout out to all guys, girls mm-hmm. that also play that sport. So, but um, yeah. So like I said, I was gonna play football, soccer. I came as a freshman, but soccer season started early, yeah. but, so I didn't have time to try it out. Um, pretty much all the other sports, golf. I mean, I would have played golf, but um, I ended up playing tennis because recently I those past few summers I've been playing not crazy hard tennis. Yeah. Um, but like just casual, you know, with the family and all that. So I tried for the tennis team, you know, they really took whoever wanted to be interested and I started playing and, uh, it's pretty much we were, I'm not saying we were pretty bad. We were, 
We're Brad, pretty much. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of talented guys out there. And, you know, I came from Farmington High School mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, Gay Ridge, Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, where is that? Yep, you know it. Where's Brooklyn at? Where's Brooklyn at? So, yeah. So, like I said, we went two wins, eight losses. So, we were pretty Yeah, remember the first time you messed up, you was like, you lost two we games. Lost, we lost, lost eight, eight games. games. Ah, two. That is two. <laughs> we won two. He <laughs> was like, huh? Yes, but I was very competitive, like I said. I, yeah, I remember. That's, I still have trauma. I still have... Uh, it still hurts. It still hurts. You still wake up at night with cold, cold sweats. It's like, <gasps> we lost. We lost. Well, I mean, that's not the cold sweat. No, no. That's not... Well, I mean, technically, like I said, it was, it was a good experience. Met a lot of guys, but we weren't competitive. Or, uh, I'm mm-hmm. not saying anything bad about our team or coaches that it wasn't really that, hey, we're losing. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. It wasn't really, it was just almost like recreational. So then the following year, my sophomore year, I kind of started with, um, I tried to do soccer team. Mm-hmm. However, I didn't make the tryouts. It wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. I mean, I was, I was right there at the, at the, um, at the cut of like the cutoff really. But like I said, I wasn't really playing soccer recently a lot mm-hmm. during that time. So it was, it was a struggle. I didn't have my own cleats too. Like I said, it was really expensive. Like yeah. I said, growing up playing recreational or um, oh, no. <laughs> with um traveling team because it's a struggle for a lot of people too. Like for me, my parents, you know, hardworking immigrants. They, yeah. they, you know, they pride what they could pride, and you gotta be grateful what they're doing. Like I said, I always hear my mom's backstories. Mm-hmm. Or, I get um, them too. Yeah, and my parents. I'm not an immigrant. Yeah, and they're just the story and the struggle just in yeah. their own homeland back in Colombia. It's, it's it's crazy. It really puts in perspective how you don't want to take things for granted. You got to appreciate the things you had right now because, mm-hmm. you know, things would have went differently and could have been a whole different story, either in yeah. a bad way or a good way. But you never know. You always got to look forward in life and take what you have and uh, learn from the experience. So, yeah, going touching back on soccer, like I said, we didn't have enough money to link for – I wouldn't say we were – Bad in situation, uh, financial, economically wise. Excuse me. Uh, it's just like it was just uh, it's it's expensive. Like yeah, sports they, in general is very expensive and it's ridiculous. Yeah, prioritize sports come first. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's that's something for fun and all that. Where you know, we travel, we have vacations, we put that money in something else. But yeah, like I said, it's ridiculously expensive, and you just play pick up, and you don't get any form of training. That's what I'm trying to say too. So I was struggle playing with like. With the guys who've been playing clubs all their yeah. life, all that, so you know, you always got to pick up and um, try to catch up where they were. But you know, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to go tennis. I wasn't. I didn't want to go tennis. Uh, what was the other sports team? Well, basketball. I'm bad at basketball. I mean, I could. Uh, I could play defense, all that. Uh, I could play, you know, rebound yeah. if you the hops and all that. But shooting wise, hang. You witness. <laughs> you get to other people. <laughs> Yeah, hit the backboard. Hit the backboard. Yeah, we played holding the backboard. We played uh intramural basketball. Hey, be honest, I was good at defense. I was the way I describe myself. I'm Draymond Green, fast shooter, don't have no handles, but I got a hustle defense and rebound. Yeah, somehow we made to the semifinals and assistant team. So hey, don't look at my stats. Look on PCL like, oh, what you doing, man? How you on the team? So I wasn't going to play basketball either. Um, what was the uh, bowling team? No, no <laughs> offense to bowling. I mean bowling, but it's like um, no. 
Mm-hmm. Um, golf. I mean, I've kind of been interested in golf, but the problem is that here's the thing: you can't play more more than one sport if they're in the same season. So tennis was in the same season, mm-hmm. bowling was in the same. Um, that was in the winter, but uh, um, golf was in the same season. So you have to choose which sport you want to play and be committed. Mm-hmm. So I end up one day just volleyball, volleyball mm-hmm. trials. Like you know what? Let's do volleyball. Why not? Mm-hmm. Before I volleyball, well, right during I was swimming. I tried for swimming. I flopped completely. I literally was out of shape, out of condition, really. So, so you drowned. Got it. Oh, I didn't almost drown, but I almost threw up. I tried to give you mm-hmm. that. I was. It was hard. I'm gonna lie. Yeah. I, I didn't have the form. Like I say, you don't have the pre-training, or I didn't have swimming like class. Like the muscle memory. Yeah, like my friend who made the team. I mm-hmm. had swimming class that semester, so they know what to expect. Me, I just jumped in. They have the proper, like, you know, the Speedos, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just had my swimming trunks and just went for it. So, I was pretty bad. But, um, like I said, um, then I stumbled across volleyball, really. And, and yeah. I always, I went, used, I went to club. Because they usually have club, like that little, you know, learn how to play all that. Started slowly getting better. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, you see volleyball, you know, the hands and everything. Yeah. So, like, oh, it should be easy. It's, it's It was hard. Huge learning curve, but I was committed because one thing I really was driven to play that sport was join my two coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, coach Toby, Coach Juan, shout out to them. Um, like I said, they were that hard coach mentality. Like, hey, you want to be on the team? We're not giving no crap. Like, you know, we're just nothing to it. The Sunday drive. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they really mess up like the ball drop, 10 push-ups. It, was, it wasn't like say, people say, oh, you know, it's torture or anything. I was like, uh, me personally, if you're an athlete and you get a lot of construction criticism mm-hmm. like coach yelling at you don't take it personally yeah i mean that's that's you sign up for the sport you sign up to be coached mm-hmm. you're volunteering on your own time you like you are committed to this mm-hmm. but at the same time you're learning still yeah so you don't want to it's like same thing with everything if people are criticizing you don't take it personally because mm-hmm. well let's say someone in the street goes i mean depends on such certain situation but let's say a boss or a coach uh, if they're yelling at you or they're critiquing work, like, all right, you know what? All right, we're not, I'm not doing the work there. They want me to mm-hmm. be doing in their eyes. So let me change. Let me hear them out because I want to get better. Yeah. If I'm going to get better, I got to understand what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's, like I said, I always get yelled at. I always be running around the gym because I'm messing with the ball. But like I said, I was, that's still, you know what? I mean, that's what I signed up for. This is what I want to do. I definitely don't want to run around and get yelled at, but yeah. like, Hey, if it takes what it, you know, if that's what I need to do and get better, then I shall be it, really. Mm-hmm. So, uh, really, yeah, like I said, my, then I made a team with some of my friends that uh, saw my cl- sophomore class, mm-hmm. which ended up being all the next three years together. And it's hard. Like I said, we had a group of seniors and juniors who were good. They, yeah. were, they were good. We were good. And that my freshman, well, it, that was my sophomore year when I first playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. Made a team, hard work, hustling, you know. I mean, I could mess up on the play, but as long as I run, die for a play, you know. Mm-hmm. The only thing I couldn't do was hitting. I was soft, but I struggled to hit for some reason. Uh, I think it was all mental at that point. But like I said, we made a team. We had a great cast, we were a great team. We were ranked number two in the country, or not the country, excuse me, the city, mm-hmm. PSAL. So we were the best of the best, and we rose up to rank number one. Right, like every weekend, we went to a tournament against other New York City um, high schools, and we usually win. Yeah, and we were undefeated in our division easily. And then, yeah, like I said, 
then unfortunately, like I said, we were supposed to win that shit. Like I said, um, the other arch rivals, I would say, is uh, Salen, Saden, Staten Island Tech, excuse me. Mm-hmm. They had this young kids that were still developing. So they were tall, but they were in volleyball, you know, variety. Mm-hmm. But they had poten- potential. They had all the potential. So this was the year to take advantage or like our senior, juniors, and the young cast. And unfortunately, we kind of we choked completely. Yeah. Just the nerves. We completely choked. We choked in our. We got the bye. Next round, we completely, completely choked. Mm-hmm. That's you know what, I mean. You see all these seniors crying. You see the emotions, and it's yeah. and it's you, you put so much work into it. You go on Saturday morning, give up all your weekends. So it's you know, it's it's it sucks. But yeah, we completely choked, which we should have won. And then mm-hmm. the number six ranked school won the whole thing that year, which could have been a different story. But yeah, then carrying on the next few years, so we still have the majority of the starting lineup from mm-hmm. last year. Once again, undefeated, winning a lot of tournaments. But that's when the other school, Silent Tech, that's when their young guys got better. Finally got better. The seniors really stepped it up. So it really, and they were really, like I said, then it was just us who won too. And then we usually cruise through, like I said, take those experience where you learn in life. Mm-hmm. Stay calm under pressure. We didn't get upset in any game. We just hurry, just ran towards the um, uh, finals, the sub- semifinals. Semifinals was a classic against Aviation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's just those, those. I mean, it feels like those Game 7 moments, like NBA yeah. and all that. And that's what I want to live on. I know I'm not going to become a professional athlete, but I just want to have that sense of feeling that mm-hmm. I see my idols on the court. Like, hey. Me jumping up and down on the bench, or you know, last minute like game pointer, you know, trying to mm-hmm. get that kill or something. So that's the feeling you always want to have because you know that's the most you're ever gonna be. I'm yeah. not saying we're now no one's ever gonna become a professional athlete, but for me personally, it's like, hey, this is this is what I dream of. This is why I like sports because of this mm-hmm. feeling, this atmosphere, this tension. And um, like like I said, my first first year, I played a little bit. A little bit, um, especially back row, second year. Mm-hmm. So limited because we still had a lot of great guys, though. But, you know, always playing here and there. And then, yeah, and then, unfortunately, we went, we went to the finals that year. And then we got, we got wiped out by San Island. So we lost that game. Um, Like I said, and you feel like, oh, we got one shot. Then we lost our starters. And then, mm-hmm. hey, we're the underdogs this first year. But then, like I said, you put in the work, you want to prove everything wrong. Like I said, because of my, like I said, because of my coaches, I was always, always, it's because of them, I always say that it's the, they bring the best of you. Yeah. I feel like coaches or anyone you look up to, they have the right mentality. They're, if they communicated well with you. And if you personally take it the mm-hmm. good way and don't take it, hey, you know, they criticize me, this and that, then you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Take that, take that criticism, take what um, they're telling you. Use that as motivation. Use where you could, you know, correct yourself, and then you move on. Mm-hmm. And same thing, like I said, I finally got some minutes, playing a lot of games, starting some games, second half of the season. You know, I had some injuries in the beginning, but uh, like I said, like I said, my game improved, but heading wise, mm-hmm. playing defense, I usually play any position, really. Yeah. Whatever, I was like the sixth man in terms of um, NBA um, basketball terms. Yeah. So. And then we were all same thing. We had a good, better season. Still, uh, not as dominant as we wanted to be before. But we ranked number two, ranked number three. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Literally ran all the way back to the finals. This time we took a set because in high school, 
difference between college and high school is that um, in volleyball, you have to win two sets. Mm-hmm. First two sets in college, the first of three sets. So it's mm-hmm. a long game. But, uh, yeah, this year we finally took a set. We won the first set, completely threw away the second set, and then it just, the whole team unfortunately collapsed, really. Yeah. They just, uh, just people pointing fingers out here and there, and it kind of sucks, though, because, you know, it's just, you see those moments in real life, professional athletes mm-hmm. and all that, teams collapse. And unfortunately, that's what happened to us. And uh, like I said, oh, yeah, you can't take away all the things you've ever done before. You yeah. got to keep your head up, really, and just keep going forward. And that's my motto, like, really. Like, keep your head up and keep moving forward. Because if you start looking back and you start regretting this and that, then it's going to affect you a long way. Yeah. And it's not just for sports, but for everything else in life, too. I mean, yeah, college, life, too, life. But during that time, well, it's the marathon now. I don't know how much time I've been talking about my backstory. <laughs> You're like, who? <laughs> but yeah, during that time, my mom started running because she wanted to yeah. be healthier. She always goes to the gym. She used to do kickboxing. Like, you know, she always, because where I live, I live in Brooklyn. So mm-hmm. like the marathon runs right in front of us. Yeah. So I are the corner of our house. So literally like every uh, November you see them running. And then my mom said, I always want to run the marathon. So she she did the lottery the last few years, and then she like, oh, there's a program. Mm-hmm. Um, you do nine races with that same organization that does the New York City Marathon, and then and then you have to do one volunteer event. So it's mm-hmm. like, hey, that's really easy. So she started running, running. Like I said, she always been um, very active in her lifestyle, health wise, running gym, and um, that's around 2016. Yeah, run four years ago. Four, yeah. Four years ago, roughly, and um, then I started up. You know, I was like I said, I almost so was pretty active, especially with volleyball. It did improve my conditioning wise, training, train things, and conditioning really uh, helped me, especially for volleyball. We really, really went hard. There's moments right before preseason, just two weeks of just conditioning, and I was terrible. But, <laughs> but looking back at it, it really was helpful, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so I started running. Like, you know what? Why not? Much yeah. easier. Because like, we used to do um, 5Ks, especially my school. There used to be a um, 5K memorial run for one of the former volleyball players that died from cancer mm-hmm. and his senior year. So, um, yeah, like, that's really easy. So, for the race I signed up, we took my mom to a race. It was the Queen's 10, 10K, mm-hmm. six miles. Middle of June, early morning, hot, humid. I was like, you know what? I did 5K. I should do 10K easily. Like, that's twice as much I work. I signed up. I was like, you know, because they gave out medals. They were giving out heavy medals. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Why not? You know what? And that's where I got a little bit, you know, confident in myself. Like, you know, why <laughs> I'm not? I'm too cocky. Yeah, I got a little bit cocky. <laughs> and boy, my mom did well. Me, the first half, I did fine, doing slowly. <laughs> used to, and yeah. in the last two miles, I just completely broke down. I was like, trying to, I got cramps. I was dying. I was, it was just bad. And literally after the race, once I finished, I literally had to go under a tree and try not to like throw up or something. I was like done. I was done. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was, I was, I remember that feeling. It was like, it was terrible. But I mean, that's kind of where it started. And then my mom used to be faster than me. Uh, she was fast. Like I said, she was fast. I always, you know, uh, she was my role model in that because she always been dedicated in running, you know, mm-hmm. early mornings or in the evenings. So as I later, you know, improve myself, then, you know, my times get better. I mean, for the first year and a half or two years, she was faster than me. And, yeah. um, you know, I have nothing against that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's great. As long as your mom's beating you, she's going fast. Like, hey, my mom's beating me. Hey, I have no problem saying that. And so, uh, like, and then that year she did, the following year she did, um, did her first New York City Marathon. We cheered mm-hmm. on, all that. She made signs. We all made signs for her. So that was great. And it was, uh, she said she suffered, but at the same time she did it. And mm-hmm. that's what she wanted. She accomplished her goal. She's, for a year, few years back, she said, I'm doing it. She mm-hmm. did it. Trained, all that. In the end, she did it. And so um, then I qual- that same year, I qualified. We all qualified, actually. My dad, me, and my mom qualified for the next year, which was 2018. Yeah, mm-hmm. 2018, the New York City Marathon, 2018. We qualified for the following year. And so at that point, I came to college. Yeah. I joined the uh, men's volleyball team here. Mm-hmm. And that's where um, it was a great experience. Uh, like I said, that first year, you know, volleyball terms, I mean, excuse me. I mean, I'm losing my train of thought right now, but mm-hmm. could I edit that? Part no, I'm going to leave it in. Uh, thanks. <laughs> well, I mean, I realized volleyball in terms of high school and college is completely different. How to, how to relearn, how to play defense mm-hmm. based on where you're positioning and all that. And the problem here comes again with your background is that um, um, majority of these kids have been playing volleyball since little kids. Mm-hmm. They're doing clubs from Long Island, out to say, Midwest, whatever. So they be they were playing since you know little kids. They've always been playing throughout the summer, twenty four seven. Like they go to clubs, all that. Uh, for me, I just basically learned volleyball from sophomore year of high school, and literally, and I struggled once in a while there. So it's now it's really like it's like hey these kids can afford these clubs. I'm not taking anything away from yeah. them. I mean they're great players. They work hard too as well. They got the skills. They got the talent. But uh, and kind of put it. You know what I'm saying? Just situation saying, hey, like I have no background playing volleyball, but I'm trying to compete with you guys. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 hard. But um, like I said, I'm not taking away from from anything from anyone. You know, you, they deserve where they are right now. So Could they work hard for them? Yeah, they work hard. You know, they, they're, they've been playing from little kids. They got the experience, which is great. Um, but yeah, I mean, that first year, I mean, um, we went to the CUNY finals mm-hmm. uh, where we lost to Hunter. Oh my god, that's the only team you shouldn't lose to. But I mean, the following year, my sophomore year, we came back. I came as a more like a manager because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's just incoming players who's better than you. You have to know your know your role. Yeah, you will. Like it's hard to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Not really being that um a player of a team, but I was always still involved. Always practicing, helping out, mm-hmm. playing with the guys if they need the help and all that. Always in the games regardless, because you know if you're in a team, you always want to, you know, you still have to give yourself 100 percent in whatever role you're playing. Mm-hmm. It could be bench player, pre start whatever, but everyone has a role to play. I know some players, they it's hard for them. Hey, if you're a bench player, you want to play more. It's understandable too. I mean, I was in that position many times too, but um, we're all one team, and everyone's gonna remember who won as a team. Yeah, they're gonna say like this guy was on the bench. It's like yo, the team won. Yeah, the team won, and. I mean, yeah, and, and because of that, like I said, that second year we actually won. Mm-hmm. We went all the way to play against Hunter once again on their home court this time because last the freshman year was here. We got three zero. We lost, but we went to um, it was it was great. It was actually we started <laughs> around eight and we finished around midnight. We started like oh, seven. Oh, it was back and forth. Back and forth. We went to fourth set. We won second, third. We won fourth, and then we went to fifth set, and we won. We, we were able to dominate the fifth set. That's a, that's a good but it was, right it was just, there was a lot of emotions, a lot of seniors, because they lost, they were like three times against Hunter. Because mm-hmm. Hunter Brook is great in terms of volleyball. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, they have a very dominant history. They went to like the Final Four in NCAA tournament in 2012, uh, if I remember correctly. So uh, yeah, they had they were ranked a couple times uh, throughout their history. But like I said, uh, there's moments where like the school program moments you don't have all the best players or you know up and downs. Yeah, the teams are better than you. But yeah, so like I said, we won the chip. For me personally, I finally won the chip because <laughs> losing what in junior year high school, senior mm-hmm. year high school, junior senior and then freshman, like I lost three times in a row, but out of like some summer of volleyball city championship. Yeah. And for, uh, so it's like at least it was fitting, you know. Like they finally, I, like, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Finally, that was, uh, that was like LeBron Wayne got his first chip into yeah. Miami. <laughs> Very much, I laugh. But uh, that same time, I joined. I was originally because of running. I was actually planning on running on the cross country team my freshman year, mm-hmm. but their season started in August, early. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to settle down in college, you know, learn mm-hmm. the ropes of things. And it was in October, and the season was like almost more than halfway done. I couldn't do anything about it, so that's when I come to see Robert at that point. Mm-hmm. So then, my sophomore year, because well, in terms of timeline. Volleyball is in the spring, cross country in the fall. Mm-hmm. So before all that volleyball, I came to do cross country, and I I think I'm saying I would, uh, you think running is simple, but running is not simple. <laughs> I remember our first practice was mm-hmm. was um, in Central Park. Last week of August, mm-hmm. school started, middle of a ninety a hundred degree heat wave. And our coach literally made us do as a first. It was like an analysis run. Mm-hmm. He made us do sprints. It was like 200, 300 meter sprints up and down. Boy, I was about to quit that day. <laughs> he was like, you know what? This ain't for me. That ain't for me. <laughs> like, who does that? Like, I'm about to be, I'm going to head I out. Saw, I saw, I saw, I saw, uh, I saw, I saw coach once in a while. Like, hey, coach, you know, you would have lost me that first day. <laughs> He's like, hey. I was out. But no, it was great. Like I said, um, great experience with that first year I improved a lot time wise I always like say show up to work I later had later towards the end of that season a lot of injuries mm-hmm. knees wise you know muscle wise and um, you know but my time is improving though I was able to run sub seven miles um, miles mm-hmm. seven minute miles excuse me or uh, close to six minutes miles I mean plus I never came from coaching from running either so yeah. I pretty much learned from looking at my mom's run. I'm literally just out and go run. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I did for running. I finally getting coached, finally knowing like right coaching and right practicing of techniques and all that. Then I definitely saw the improvements, which I carried on to the New York City Marathon that first year. And I I was going for a three-hour marathon, but like I, that's where experience comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't kind of pace myself early. I kind of went on my cross country pace, going hard a little bit because I felt great. I was excited. I yeah. had a runner high. I literally put in what's that song? Um, New York um, with Jay Z and uh, um, um Pass Mine. Yeah, I literally put that old going on the Rosanna. I put that song in. I go, woo! Like, yeah, yeah, I got my my goosebumps. <laughs> I got like, whoa! I was I was ready. I was like, looking over the city, going with the Rosanna like, Bridge. Long sport. This ain't a sprint. Yeah, I was, I was, I was out, and then pretty much after Gautam had it around mile fifteen, the cramps just hit me. I hit the wall hard, hard. So I was literally dragging my legs. I mean, I had to walk a little bit, but I was just jogging slowly, as slow as I can, because it was hard. And then, but like I said, the people like I put my name on it, Matt, mm-hmm. 
and um, uh, but people people really make a difference. I mean, I see ninety percent of the race. I was just listening to people cheering you than actually listening to music, because people are like, let's go, Malik, you got this, you got this, you got this, mm -hmm. and so yeah, and that really helped me finish that race, cause and I finished under exactly four hours, four hours. Yeah, I was on pace for three hours, but hey, finished my first race. It's a start. Yeah, so that's pretty much terms of marathon wise, and then I finished running my second marathon in um, November in twenty nineteen. Mm -hmm. That one is uh, a different story, very different story. <laughs> oh wait, that's when you got hurt after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't disclose any information until I graduate broke, so we can keep that in part three or four of my story. So now I'm gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> I mean, you can leave that in, but I'm saying, uh, but yeah, I'm finished that. Same. But it was a good story. You finished. I finished. I finished. I finished in five hours and twenty minutes <laughs> for multiple reasons. But uh, yeah, but that year, but this year, like I said, I have a lot, of, mm -hmm. a lot of injuries before then. Yeah, um, quads, shins, splits, all that. So um, that cross country, it was a disappointment. My times really went up in terms of going slower. Mm -hmm. So that was bad. It was, it was, it was not satisfying. So I'm using them for motivation for next year. Like I said, I'm going to set a bar, do spin, recover. Healed, healed, not healed my ankle really, and then slowly, and just um take a slow beginning and get myself back in shape. Did you Usain Usain Bolt on? I see. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was cross training with the swim team. Mm -hmm. Hey, going back to sophomore year, the high school to the year, I mean, I'd say my swimming really improved. So it might be uh, I could try for the team again Ooh, this year. Gold, gold medals, go to the Olympics. Yeah, I know. Hey, Michael Phelps is a different animal though. <laughs> the goat. <laughs> But yeah, pretty much that was my sense of um, my sports story. Mm -hmm. Like I said, uh, like I said, I, I wasn't uh, very. Uh, I was in my parents weren't really able to provide me with like competitive or organized sports clubs or something. But I still had that drive and like, hey, you know what? I was in my idols watching TV. You know what? I had that opportunity in school. wise. Why not? Mm -hmm. Why not? Uh, if I might not get a lot of minutes sometimes, I do get it. I'll be a starter here and there, or an athlete at all. Injuries. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, you always have to give that motivation and keep the hunger alive, cause um, because afterwards I'm saying after college, I mean I'm not gonna become a professional athlete. I can be recreation. Maybe if I finally make my money, I can join some leagues, uh, volleyball or soccer or something. But uh, I'm definitely running. Something I'm definitely gonna be uh, pursuing as mm -hmm. in terms of you know long term uh, side hobby that I'll definitely be very passionate about. Uh, because I got a taste of the results. Yeah. And I went to NCAAs. Uh, we went to them, uh, NCAAs in uh, upstate New York for regionals. But, and just for Division three, So I'm telling those guys could run, run. Even the females, so the ladies could run too as well. And it's, it's insane really how dedicated these athletes are. Like there's some students, like our best runner. Mm -hmm. um, he, and CUNY-wise, even could have won... Um, uh, our CUNY championship, but like NCAA, like he was like less than had more than we were all way back in the pack because these these are schools that have like literally running like professional times like four or five minute sub five minute miles over five because we our races are eight k or five miles so they could run like literally under five minutes for five miles which mm -hmm. is insane. So and that's something. Hey, you know what? You got a taste of that competition. Why not try to, yeah, improve? 
for you. Live and learn. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm telling you, almost literally was dead last that race. But you live and learn. But yeah, pretty much that's that side of the athletic story. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna see my transition to either the immigrant story or like traveling story. Yeah, you can do travel story when yeah. I come back. Are you like, hey, how was it? Cause you going to Spain, right? Yeah, I'm planning on going to um, other places too as well. The T talked about Spain in her episode. Yeah, I can talk when I come back. I can do a travel episode yeah. where I learn based on different perspectives and mm-hmm. um, cultures. Yeah, I can do that. But you can do the immigrant story now. Cool, cause I don't have an immigrant story. No, that that stopped recording like 20 minutes ago. You want to record again for going or? Yeah, I can pick it up. We could just do it. There's no password. The red, the orange, the pink buttons. Yeah. I'm keeping all of the same. Cool. So yeah, I don't have an immigrant story because everyone like, hey, go on here. No, you want to start doing like the second segment? Like, all right, this is our second segment. All right, this is our second segment, all right? Yeah. I don't know. We could just... Uh, Actually, keep... I'm going to be your new producer. <laughs> so, from the second segment, so I'm going to do the transition. So, second segment, talk about how you have an immigrant story because your parents, they come from Colombia, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't have one because everyone's my family's been in the United States. But Man, I still get... Still... You don't know what your grandparents are in there? I mean, I'm the same. They were born in South Carolina, but, like, everybody... Like, you, I guess you came from Africa, but that's, like, a long lineage. Yeah. You want to do some research on that? Oh, that's great to do research, though. You always want to know where you come from, really. Yeah, because they have the African-American. Like, no, you, or you could do the the um, Instagram filter. Maybe <laughs> what nationality you are. They were like, Dominican. I'm like, what? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I got one from um, I, um, Ireland. I'm Irish. I guess I'm Irish. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. Um, but I still get the same story about, like, how my parents, how my mom had to struggle and everything like that. Yeah, no, it's real. Like I said, it's right. Like, so you always be grateful for our, our you know, your parents, yeah. our parents, like, because they really, really put in the sacrifice, the effort. Mm-hmm. And it sounds cliche to, like, oh, the immigrant story. Ah, oh, we always see your parents are suffering. Yeah, it's, it's true. Um, But I'm not saying, I'm not taking away from anyone. I'm really yeah. saying, like, oh, you know, it's the same thing you hear again and again. Because everyone has their own individual story. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own story to be heard. Um, Maybe they might not tell you. Yeah, but uh, you always gotta put yourself in perspective because mm-hmm. I feel like it's important to know your family history because mm-hmm. that's what makes you like that's who we, I mean, it might sound cliche or something, but it, it's what makes up like it creates who you are, really. Yeah, and uh, for you, like, say you have you say you have no immigrant story, but you still have a, a story of your family coming from South Carolina. Coming from struggles here and there, coming to New York. I mean, we're like, giving like, birth to me for some reason. I think we did immigrate from South Carolina. So <laughs> That's my great. <laughs> now I remember I had that with an immigrant, uh, uh, immigrant paper in like seventh grade about how my family immigrated to the United States, and I was like, um, nobody did that. I <laughs> 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 can't kind of write this paper. People judging not people nowadays easily. <laughs> But, um, yeah, like I said, uh, you always got to understand the struggles. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm very grateful where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, I might not be the richest person on in the world, but, like, hey, I at least have something over my head. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have food. I have something to eat every day. So, um, 
You always gotta be grateful with that. But uh, for me, my like my family story, like you said, my parents are very um immigrated from Colombia. Mm-hmm. It was like twenty thirty years ago. Um, so um, really not much to talk really. Yeah. So I came. Tell me, actually, well, I came from I, I was in Colombia mm-hmm. this week, and I just came back yesterday. And um, my grandma is the one that told me this family story, and then we were meeting up with a uh, family friend, and they were just ch- uh, talking about children here and there, grandkids. And my granddad was um, telling his story a little bit, and seeing how my grandparents were from a small village, or mm-hmm. a very small traditional Colombian village, and they wanted something more, so they moved from the village to the city. They had um, their 12 kids. Uh, from my, my dad's that was born there in the capital of Colombia, Bogota, and then like I said, you gotta find they always immigrated to find to ver- better opportunities, especially finding work. So they always move around and then they settle in the village where they are now, the city actually, Pereira. Um, and that's when my dad and my mom, and you know, the rest is history. Now you're here. Now I'm here. And you had to make money because they don't have to like having a lot of money. I mean, that's, <laughs> I just my mom said was, excuse me, my mom was like, hey, I remember last year, because usually, like I said, she's been my financial supplier, mm-hmm. and I finally started working, like, full-time mm-hmm. around, um, I remember I started working as a summer camp counselor four years ago, and um, transitioning to more off-weight, um, base type of work. Mm-hmm. I remember I finally got my first credit card uh, well, two years ago. And my mom said, all right, you pay your bills, all that. Like, I, I know I'm getting my paychecks, I'm working. And then I remember one time I asked her for like $20. Hey, Mike, I just gave $20 some, to something. Usually that's what I ask for, $20, like every twice a week or something. Mm-hmm. My mom looked at me like, hey. Then in the eyes, like, you got a job now, you got a credit card. Go to the bank and take yourself $20. Like, all right. <laughs> I bet, bet. say less. Bet. Like, at least get $10. Like, you think I'm a bank now, boy? You're like almost <laughs> 20 now or something. Like, I'm not giving you no more money. Like, oh, thanks for a motherly love. <laughs> well, I mean, that's understandable. I'm yeah. not saying that's bad or anything, but, uh, um, <laughs> like, I feel kind of hurt, but it's okay. Like, I still joke around, hey, I'm your son. I'm your son. <laughs> like, you gave birth to me by your choice, not me. Yeah, I'll be like, you, I, <laughs> And your son, I need money. I'm broke. I'm poor. Can I please get ten dollars? I don't $10. have a. I don't have an inheritance. Obviously, seems like it. We're like, she just laughs. It's like, haha. Like, you know, hey, I've been giving you a lot of money since you were a kid. Like, right, I don't like to ask my mom for money, but if I do. She give it to me. Yeah, I'm just too lazy to spend my own money. So I just like tell my mom. No, I hate spending my own money right now. I'm just like, yo, I keep losing it. Yeah, I'm going to Madrid soon, so I gotta spend a lot of my own money. I mean, my parents are gonna help regardless. Yeah, the apartment, they're gonna help regardless. Like, it really hurts. This spend podcast your own money. hurts my wallet. Really? Because I have to pay for the digital space, the coaster on um, like Google, more Google Drive space, so I host the videos. Oh. And like the own um, whole like all the um, hey, storage. I mean, you, you need sponsorship. Are you gonna <laughs> a sponsorship anytime soon? Once I put it out, I'll see what ever happens. Oh well, sponsored by blank. <laughs> you click the tab link above. You will do go somewhere and get something yeah. and some percentage off. Yeah. 
So if you uh, code name um, Gather fifteen, <laughs> no, actually Gather twenty because they're twenty twenty. Go on this website on www. It's link in the bio. <laughs> you can get twenty percent off your next uh, purchase. So subscribe now. But I just got some licensed music for free, so I'm good. Uh, well, well, you heard the man. If you want to put your new music or a new mixtape on the track, <laughs> you can hit the man up. He's an ass face. Ass face. And you want to hear any more links? Spot or all our <laughs> dedicated sponsors? <laughs> link <laughs> in the bio. <laughs> in the bio, excuse me, right now. So once you're done with this video and subscribe, go down to the, um, to the bio. That brings episode 8.1 to a close. Again, you can listen to the rest of the episode in episode 8.2 life experiences and sports i hope you continue to have a nice day and hope to see you there